Newsom was at a party, like chilling at a big restaurant. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know the Man. details. I know that he went to a party. I don't like sh- shame people for that stuff, but yeah. someone like him is in a very particular situation. Yeah. Like, there's one thing that you can't do if you're a governor of a state yeah. or president. You have to do the right thing there. Yeah. And it, it's pretty awful that that guy can't do that. I know mm-hmm. that it's apparently a friend of his, but also a... Lobbyist? Yeah. Which just I mean, I bet that's who a lot of his friends yeah, are and stuff. True, I, but like, honestly, I don't begrudge people trying to be with their family, but it's just like, if there's one thing that you, you can't do right now, yeah. if you're a governor of a state. I, I mean, I don't even know why this lobbyist is even having this party in the first place. It just seems like such a dumb thing to do. If you're the governor, you know that there's going to be people at a restaurant where yeah. the governor is yeah, eating, yeah. and the governor is telling everybody they have to follow these rules, and he's not doing that. I don't know. What do you want to do? Start a podcast? Yeah, man. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. Uh, And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So we've known each other for a very long time. Once, when we were lost in the mind-bending maze of the microverse... If I recall correctly, we had been reduced to miniature size by a cursed amulet. That's right. While searching for an amulet antidote... We found a nano book that contained a ranked list of everything. Immediately after seeing the list, we committed it to memory, but then a hyper shrunken skull, a subatomic skeleton head, emerged from the miniature mist that surrounded us. The skull, skeleton head, chattered its teeth in a mesmerizing rhythm that put us both in a deep trance. When we emerged from the trance, the nano book and our memories of the list were both gone. We can now only access the list little bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your entertainment and edification, we will gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. The list currently has 58 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and QAnon at the bottom. The Jersey Shore and Crows are in the middle. If you want to go play along, um, uh, look at the list while while you're listening, home game, um, you can see the list in our show notes, which will be on your podcast platform or on the website if you're listening to it. Might be fun to do that. The first thing we're going to discuss is uh, handkerchiefs, which was submitted by friend of the podcast and listener uh nick g i feel like he's good at picking things that he knows i have strong opinions about that's good i suppose please throw some ringers in there for uh, submissions yeah i think that's good i Definitely. like that so the thing about handkerchiefs i only use hang i'm gonna tell you something about myself i don't yeah. blow my nose with kleenex if i have a chance i use a handkerchief uh, exclusively i have one right now if i have covid and i got a little cold something like that i blow my nose on a cl- cotton handkerchief with a nice pattern on it I keep one on me just in case. I dab at my my forehead if I'm sweating. This is a classic tool. This is something that uh, has been used. I guess as a tool, right? You need it for a lot of things. The signal the yeah. plane. To let the drag racers, the guys on the strip and the old classic cars know. Oh, I use my to, underwear. That's to start use, the race. Use your underwear for that, oh. man. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could use I could use the handkerchief for that if I had to. I mean, if it came down to it, I could use it for that. I could also use it yeah. for underwear. I could tie tie uh, them True. around into a loincloth. So. The thing is, I don't believe in, in a Kleenex because it rubs your nose raw. What's the point? Right, and it's more wasteful. Oh, yeah, yeah, more wasteful, too. So I prefer a handkerchief. I think it's more hygienic, too, I, even though... That's I, questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. I mean, like, you're blowing your nose on something. Yeah, you blow your nose on it, and then you wipe your head with it, and then you dry a woman who's crying, you dry her eyes with it, like, all in a row? I don't... You know don't that's know. not how it works. First, I dry her crying eyes with it. Okay. Then I signal the plane for help, and then I blow my nose with it and wipe my own tears away. I see. So it's all hygienic. I, it's all contained. It's a self-cleansing system. I see. The tears... Ser- sterilize it. Clean the uh, snot. Yeah. Essentially right. sanitize it, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. So they're kind of like 
the cloth diapers of ways to wipe your nose. Yeah, it's a good way to thinking about it. Yes, it's like everyone else. Or ways to start drag races. Or yeah, exactly. I <laughs> so yeah, you can use a synthetic, but it's just like you're constantly like the Kleenex are like they're you're always having to grab one. Oh no, I'm out. You know they fell. They're they're like yeah. they're gross all the time. Uh, they your nose is always red and irritated from scraping snot off it. It's just gross. I give it to my kid. I say I tell my son like use a handkerchief, man. You don't need to use that. But then he, he goes to school and he learns the, the outsider ways. And so now he's trying to blow his nose with the uh, Kleenex. You know, I said, that's not how we do it in this house. What's the thing that you put in the... Uh, we have weird customs. The pocket square. Do you, that's that a handkerchief? Yeah, that's just a handkerchief. Yeah. Man, it's a panuelo. It's just a piece of cotton. It's about, I don't know, how big is this one? Yeah. A foot by a foot? Right. Something like that. Yeah. And you don't use that in the garage, though. I have, but usually I use rags in the garage. I you see. know, I have a special kind of rag. That is not, and before you ask, I do not use, they're not used for, uh, for semen either, these handkerchiefs. I see. Oh, well, I mean. I, that's a separate kind of cloth. They could, yeah. they could, they could. T- you would probably sorry. buy garage rags and use those for jizz rags. Okay. They have rag in the name. These aren't rags. Right. These are, also, these are kerchiefs. You know what? And the a lot kerchiefs of people like for to your do... hand. Not, as, not to be confused yes. with kerchiefs well, no, for the neck. There's neck kerchiefs. There's, there's no, hand kerchiefs. No, you can use the same kerchief. It's just meant to be held in the hand. Right, but we're not so... It's like, they're hand-sized. We're not ranking uh, all types of kerchiefs uh, at this point. No, moment. just handkerchiefs. Neckerchiefs would probably be separate. You need a neckerchief ring, too, so like it's, uh, it's a whole set. How many handkerchiefs do you uh, possess? I got a lot, because I wash them with my regular laundry. Do you have a handkerchief laundry. drawer? Uh, I have a drawer that has a box that has a bunch of handkerchiefs okay. in it. And do you... Um, do you sw- how frequently do you switch out handkerchiefs? It just depends on how dirty it gets, how many tears you dry... Yeah, pretty much every day I have okay, a handkerchief. Right? Do you carry ever carry two handkerchiefs just in case? No. Okay. Uh, I don't usually, because then your pockets are stuffed full of handkerchiefs. You know? Right. Yeah, cotton bulb in your pocket. People said, "Oh, does that guy have a growth on him?" Yeah. What happened to him? You know? Um, and I feel like I had one more question regarding handkerchiefs, but uh... silk or cotton? Because I don't like silk ones, but I couldn't imagine wiping my nose with silk. You know? If you it was your pocket square, then I wouldn't I would wipe my nose with anything but silk. Yeah. <laughs> you really are a fancy lad. Yeah, I am. I don't. Uh, I just basically lick a giant lollipop. I have a. I have my hair in curls. Yeah. I wear a sailor suit and I lick a giant lollipop. So, uh, well, I, because of that, I do those things. I don't really need to have a lot of silk, just because I already have a fancy lad attitude. I don't use Kleenex either, like you. Uh, but I have a Kleenex box, but it's made of gold, and I just keep silk handkerchiefs in there. I use it and then throw it away. Oh, I thought you would use a live seal. Yeah. Uh, you'd set them free afterwards. Or like a, a beautiful dove. Smear your boogers all over it and then let it yeah. free and then go get another one. That would be ideal, but, um, you know, during quarantine times, it's hard to uh, yeah, keep I those know, things I around. Yeah. There's designer ones, but that's kind of ridiculous. You know, like the ones I get have a nice pattern on them, but you can get like, you know, you can get them from. Uh, where yeah, do where, do, where do you source you them know, from? Like, like, you, uh, do you get them online? I buy them off eBay and they come in like a pack of three and. I feel like they were wrapped, you know, uh, 30 years ago. You, you use them but for like, you can time. buy a Givenchy handkerchief yeah. if you'd li- if you'd like to. You know what I mean? Or a YSL. Where, or where should we rank these? I mean, they're an accessory or are they yeah. a tool? Kind of both. I guess an accessory. Well, let's look at what other things are on the list that are also. Let's see. I mean, okay. The one thing that I think they can serve as like an anchor to think about is number 16 on the list is nail clippers. Right. Right. Yeah. That's also something you have for hygiene. Yeah. Um, there's a positive and there's a little more downside to that but also there's fewer alternatives you could use scissors to cut your um yeah cut your, but it is essentially a, yeah, a hygienic device 
Uh, otherwise, we. I I'm mean, think of anything. Clothes, I mean, band T-shirts that you know we've got. We've got some clothing items on here that are made of the same materials. And you can blow your nose on those things. You too, can, like if you, if uh, like on the sleeve of a shirt. Yeah, or something um, band like T-shirts that, are, are at number thirty-five. Uh, Tommy Bahamas shirts, which are at number forty-one, lower than band T-shirts. Um, but yeah. I still, I think the best comparison would be the nail clippers. But I, I would put them much lower on the list than that. Yeah, so. I think they're lower because there are alternatives. Like yeah. for me personally, I like to use a handkerchief. But I also understand it's not the perfect thing. You don't you don't need it for everything. Yeah. And if I if handkerchiefs didn't exist, I could live without them in a way that I think I'd have a harder time living without them than with nail clippers. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you there. Handkerchiefs aren't a big thing for me. Um, you prefer you prefer the seven inch by seven inch ones. Yeah. There, there's something I don't use. I, I actually don't use the silken ones. I was a total lie. As a I'm, jape, I'm ashamed. I know, I know. It's um, just just japery. Don't worry. The, uh, don't you like to have a bunch of handkerchiefs that are tied? Like, for example, you're doing oh, a hold, hold up. On a sec. A stick up, So man. is a bandana a handkerchief? Yeah, man. A bandana is a kind of handkerchief. Oh, this They're a little bit everything. larger, usually. So, yeah, and also you put them over your face when it's uh, to protect your face from the dusty weather and the, when you're um, when you're traveling through the desert on a now, horse if, or something. If a bandana also, is, if, if, we're, if, we're in like, a, if, if bandana is included in, in handkerchiefs, uh, then uh, this, yeah, changes everything. I like bandanas quite a bit. I think a bandana bit. is a kind of handkerchief. I think you're right. Yeah, I, and I also bandanas, you, 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 I know what you like to do is you like to wear a jean jacket with no sleeves and then you have bandanas tied around everywhere part of you yeah exactly uh yeah. basically like the gang in short circuit too yeah i have bandanas tied around my ankles uh then one further up around my the, hip your, your legs yeah exactly um yeah uh they've been quite a bit of use for me at uh, various times uh someplace where i need to cover up my mouth from dust um or they're useful these days not as good as a regular face mask but people are using them quite a bit uh as face masks oh good point yeah so yeah. you know they're, they're probably not much worse than a regular face they're, mask they're really great if it's hot out and you are toiling away in the uh, hot summer heat you can tip them in ice or cold water and then roll them up and wear them you as can a signal headband. your gang affiliation yeah oh they definitely signal your gang affiliation oh, there's various other things they could signal yeah. um and they're probably like the most effective tool to do so yeah do you Honestly, know what i'm saying like, like, like being used as something to start a, ra- a drag race for rockabillies um, when panties aren't available because, you know, maybe panties aren't being worn uh, anyways. Yeah. That's that's a good defense of them. So I've turned around on them. Now, now, you now turn, I like them more I, than I'm nail clippers, that... I think. Uh, maybe not. Around there, though, 16 nail clippers. So, like, mm-hmm. under nail clippers, we got rye bread at 17. I like rye bread more, but, like, that's just me. Mm. Nail clippers can be used to mangle your penis. Which, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, mangle your and penis. And, in fact, you... Yeah, which you can't do with a, a handkerchief. You could give it a really good, like, a uh, friction burn. Rug burn. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing is you could use it for a tourniquet and, oh. and if you were bleeding, if, which you can't if do you did, If your penis was mangled uh, by nail clippers, you could use it as a tourniquet to... You could also do a tourniquet around your penis and remove it with a, a handkerchief. That's true, yeah. I think um, that's what they do with animals, like with goats or something. Yeah, you're right. They do. They do that not to their penis, though. That's what I meant. They, yeah, the, the, I'm, into, I'm into these things. I like them more than nail clippers. I might like them, now that I think of them as bandanas, which bandanas we could also rank differently as like a subcategory, but bandanas are included in this category of handkerchiefs. Yeah, I, I, like I, I think that they're included. I think they're a kind of handkerchief. Yeah, let's put them, plants are at number 15. I'm okay with putting them between plants and nail clippers. All right. Okay, so let's take a break. And we'll come back and then, yeah, if you've got something uh, that we can rank, yeah. we'll rank that. Let's do it. Okay, what do you got? I'm talking about The Last Starfighter. It's a movie. Oh, boy, you're going to have to carry most of the weight on this one because I've seen the movie, but it's been probably since the 80s, maybe since the 90s. Okay, so The Last oh. Starfighter is a movie, and uh, it has a kind of plot where you think it would have been remade again by now, right? It's a perfect storyline. Yeah. Because the idea of it is, so there's a kid, 
very Star Wars like. He's a teen. He's in a desert town, like a trailer park. And yeah, it's on the planet Earth in the 1980s. Yeah, and he's playing. He plays this video game all the time. He wants to get better and better at it. And it was funny because I was summarizing this to my kid, and he guessed the rest of the plot basically from the first part. I'm like, it turns out my son wow, interrupted really? me. He's like, it turns out they were using the the space battle game because it's a space battle game he plays. Uh, they're using it to recruit people for yeah. real space battle. I'm like, yes, exactly. That's how you know a story is good. If a seven-year-old kid, uh, if it's what a seven-year-old kid would imagine and would want to see, that's how you know it's good. That's probably about the age I was when it came out. So basically he goes up into space and he's in this, it's awful CGI, but it's like he, he's in these space battles and to determine the fate of the universe, right? And meanwhile... It's not CGI. It's, it, it's, it is. It's, it's like one of the first movies where models. the spaceships oh, are really? CGI. Yeah, and it looked cool at the time, but wow, okay. it's like Tron or something. You know, it does not look especially yeah, good. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure at the time, I don't know. It's probably expensive is the messed up thing, whereas like, it could have looked better with miniatures. Right. But, um, you know, it, it looked cool at the time because it was like you're watching a video game. Now, it's like universal because people are like, oh, it could be me. I could do these things. You know, like also... Oh, video games aren't a waste of time. My mom was wrong. It has that appeal to it. And I don't know why it hasn't right. been remade. It's one of those things where it's like everything has been remade a hundred times. And especially why I think it could be remade is it's not the greatest movie, right? My thing right. with movies and remakes is they should remake the ones that aren't good. Like try remaking a movie that didn't really work the first time around. Don't try to remake a classic. They don't try to remake Back to the Future. Back to the Future is good already. You, you have Back to the Future. Now work on like something that didn't work the first time around. Yeah, I wonder. Well, I mean, maybe that's what discouraged them is that the movie doesn't have the the cultural cachet. Yeah, I'm sure people, people remember it. Be like, oh, I gotta see this remake. I, I'm sure though that the people Although who run the studios, remakes, yeah. like people who run the studios, right? Everyone who's run a, who runs a movie studio is probably has probably seen that movie, right? From the age that they are now. And Hold on, let's. Is that a siren? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. A crime probably happened near me. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that they haven't remade it, and it's true they haven't remade it, but they did use that idea in a different thing more recently, more or less the same concept um, in the show Future Man. Oh, where yeah, he, yeah. Where he's playing a video I game at home. he even says, oh, this is like Last Starfighter. He yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an idea that right. people, that, that you think you would see more, especially because there's also, um, there was a, a book and movie called Ready Player One where it's kind of, What's kind of like that maybe crossed with... Uh, Jumanji? Yeah, it's like a little bit of Jumanji, and it's like you go into the game, but it's also Willy Wonka a little bit. It's like there's a treasure hunt type situation. Right. It's about a boy who is special, and only through the power of being good at video games can he do anything with his life, which is like, imagine a pretty compelling idea for a movie, right? It seems like they should redo it again. Who's who's in Last Starfighter? It's, it's like kid. some old guy and he, some no, kid. No, he's a teen. Yeah, the not... old guy is... Um, I think it might be an enemy mind situation where it's a guy and a bunch. It's a character actor and a bunch of makeup. He's got like he's in disguise as a human, but yeah, then he takes off his face. You and recognize. It, yeah. If you were to remake it, would you uh, do a gender swap on it, or what, what would you do here? If I was going to do it a remake, it would also be about video games. The character doesn't have to be a, a white boy. He could be any kind of you know uh, gender ethnicity. It just the important thing is it's a somebody from humble origins who becomes some sort of intergalactic. Uh, star pilot which is what happened to star wars too right but specifically it has to do with video games and it's like i think i might take away some of the stuff there's a lot of stuff in the movie that was um that takes place back at the trailer park where it's like there's a robot double of him that's at the trailer park who has a bunch of playboy mags or something i like there's something about playboy mags in it i i can't really remember it that well but it's like it seems like that's like half the movie Whereas the half of the movie that I would really care to see more of is flying around in outer space, doing space adventures, battling, yeah. battling the monsters, you know? 
Sorry, I got distracted by there's, there seems to be a lot of noise. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know if you can hear it. There's somebody right in front of my apartment talking loudly. Hold on, let me go look out there and see if it looks like they're going to move soon. It started with a game. You're going to bust the record. But it wasn't just any game. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. And then one night. Centauri's the name. We have to talk about a matter of utmost importance. Step into my office. I've seen him come and I've seen him go, but you're the best, my boy. Light years ahead of the competition. Okay, so there's somebody talking outside my apartment. I just went to look at them. I'm pretty sure it's Larry Bear. The uh, oh, he runs the San Francisco Giants, and he's outside your window. And, yeah, and he's just talking. He, yeah, because he, I believe he like lives somewhere. The guy looks a lot like him. I think maybe somebody stopped and started talking to him. So, listener, if you heard a bunch of a uh, noise, people talking, that's what it is. It's uh, Larry Bear being stopped by a. Is like, it a well wisher or is the guy says, "I'm gonna have words with you. I I, I want to give sure. you a piece of my mind." Uh, why'd you trade this player? Why, why did you have that argument with your wife that was went viral on the oh, internet? Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, it was the last year or the year before. He had an argument with his wife. He he ripped the phone out of her hand in public. That uh, makes it a felony. He, if you um, a, that's how people in a domestic abuse situation do. They take the phone away cause, while they're trying to call for help. Even if that's not what was going on. You know what I mean? Like, you don't do that. Yeah. You want to rank Larry don't Bear? Don't get an argument with your wife. if you. I mean, I thought money would insulate <laughs> people from problems, you know? Uh, so, Last Starfighter, you want to... Um, I'm ready to rank it. You haven't seen it, so it seems like... Uh, I have seen it. It's just been uh, quite a while. I liked it a lot when yeah. I was a kid. Um, the general pr- premise of it is great. It's very memorable, but there's got to be some reason I haven't watched it lately. You, it I mean, you have, I, I guess? It, I saw it years ago, though. You know what I mean? I was like, I okay. saw it over 10 years ago. I was thinking, that, what other movies do we have on here? So, I, I believe the only other movie we have is um, is the Watchmen movie. I kind of think I, it's um, better than the Watchmen movie. Although, the Watchmen movie has some kind of cool-looking stuff in it. The Watchmen movie is a, well, a well-made movie. I can't... It, it isn't, it isn't. I don't I think it's a good... About as an adaptation of a source material, I don't think it's, you know, it's the greatest. In fact, it's the third uh, greatest. As an adaptation, it's fine. Um, we've, you know, we yeah, don't need yeah, to Yeah, yeah, we don't want to relitigate again, this. But, um, yeah, so, but this a Watchmen is, movie, by the way, is, is number 46 out of 59 now, so it's... Towards the end of the list. Yeah, um, I would put it... Not far from, you know, the bottom. I'd in the probably last put quarter. it after Oreos. Maybe after... After Oreos. After okay, pigeons, before Crushed Ice. But before Daylight Savings Time. It's it's not better than Oreos. And I like pigeons. You've never seen it. So I know you don't like pigeons as much so as I Oreos do. So Oreos at number 48. Just two spots past um, yeah. Watchmen. Man, there's so much noise in my neighborhood this, this Yeah, what week kind of neighborhood you live in, man? That. You got to tell them. Don't the you know what's going on? I suppose. Hey, yeah. you ever think about uh, leaving out the window and tell them, hey, I'm podcasting here? Somebody else will probably lean out and be like, hey, I'm podcasting here. <laughs> uh, and your yelling is fucking with my podcasting. So <laughs> so we got Oreos at 48, right? Yeah, man. And Crushed Ice at 49. Crushed Ice melts um, too fast. It's that, a problem. I yeah, say, so Last Starfighter could go in after Oreos. It'll, yeah. It could be the number, the new number 49. Yeah, I mean, it's nobody's favorite. I, You know, you don't meet somebody and they say their favorite movie is Last Starfighter. If they yeah. like Last Starfighter, they like, there's a couple other movies they probably like a lot more. I'm one of them, you know. I, I yeah, like it okay. It has but, a great, uh, like, mm-hmm. the elevator pitch of it is great, but then after that, it's. You it's, know what? I would do with that movie? I'd make special. it where when he comes back, he's a grown man, but no one else has changed. You know, do something like that. Or the right. other way around. They're all old, and it's the future, and he has a, he's on the age a little bit. I kind of like the idea as a coming of age story. 
that after saving the universe, he comes back to Earth and he's like, now he's an adult. You know what I mean? I think that, that might be a cool yeah. idea. I always like in science fiction stories when, when they come I back. I hadn't thought about it. Like, it is so similar to Star Wars. I mean, I mean, you know, there's lots of stories like that. I guess it's Yeah, the, yeah, uh, monomyth and all that. But, but Joseph like... Joseph Campbell theme. It's more... It's like a little more literal. I mean, it's like literally it's a guy in America in, uh, in a trailer park rather than a guy yeah. in a space desert in space Fresno or whatever. I wonder if Jesus had been playing like, did he have some like game that he played uh, when he was a oh, kid? Oh, it was probably like one of those where you have a little ball and it's on a rope and you have to throw it and catch it in that right. thing. And if you catch it enough yeah. times, then you're obviously the Messiah. Right, yeah. And then God came to him <laughs> in disguise and was like, I, I've been waiting out, for kid. somebody to do it a hundred times in a row. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so let's take another break. We'll okay. come back to rank yeah, one man. more thing. Go tell those people off and All then right. you can come back and, and do it. I, I will. I'm going to go right. take care of them. Okay, we're back. Did you handle your affairs? I did. I have spent the last five days in a prison cell because uh, I took care of these guys a little bit too yeah, hard. Man. Sometimes you have to do it. But and I, Look, no, I don't think any jury would convict you for what you did. What I did is I went outside. Larry Bear was on a fire truck. Uh, talking on his phone, I slapped the phone out of his hand. Then I punched all the firefighters, and uh, the cops came. And when the I cops went to jail. tried to arrest you, uh, though, did back. you consider climbing up the ladder and hanging from the edge of it? Yeah, I mean the the fire truck was in front of a burning building, and so I ran up. I, I punched all the firefighters. The the ladder was already extended. I ran up it, jumped into the burning building, punched all the people that were trying to get out of the burning yeah. building. Cops chased me. Uh, of course, th- with their billy clubs in hand, they tripped over each other a number of times. Uh, I jumped out the opposite side of the building. Through a window. Nice. And fell a couple stories down, hurt myself, uh, and was have been in the hospital, uh, in the hospital, in the jail cell. All right. And now I'm at back, though, and I'm, I'm better. I'm recovered. That's good, um, man. Are you going to tell us a new thing to rank? Because we got to yeah, get back yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. So we've got something. Uh, this is relevant to cops. Submitted originally by um, another listener, uh, John P., up there in Maine. And it's the rap group Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. So I like Run the Jewels. Yeah, I, I do, I kind of feel um, like... I'm their core audience. White guys who are my age who aren't really into yeah. the current era of rap music, but this stuff really appeals to yeah, me. Yeah, guys, guys, and the main guy, Killer Mike, he's been around since the late nineties. He was like uh, affiliated with yeah. Outkast and whatnot. I think the one other guy in it would um, dispute whether or not Killer Mike, whether or not there is a main guy in it. But oh um, yeah, sorry. Because it's a yeah, duo. Yeah, it isn't. But the other guy is but, the producer, right? No, they both. They yeah, both I guess rap. so. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a producer and he raps. So um, a double threat. I mean, Killer Mike is the one with, with the most I name recognition. I think that's also because and, um, he's always doing things like for the Bernie Sanders campaign and whatnot. Or yeah, he's really outspoken. Um, but you're right. They are. It does seem like they're sort of designed for for people like me and you and John, people who like were into Public Enemy, you know, yeah. uh, or into Rage Against the Machine um, or bands like that because I mean even Ice Cube who we talked about in the last episode it seems like if you're into Ice Cube stuff especially Ice Cube stuff yeah, from but, the but 90s they're talking about stuff you'd that, be into them like they're talking about like an end to capitalism for example you know what I mean like they, they're talking about yeah. like oh of course yeah totally. they have some stuff in there that is you know politically far uh, it's not what Ice Cube is talking about you know what I mean it's, it's like, notable that, that I, I don't know that uh, LP is the other guy right and I don't know that guy's what yeah. that guy's politics are I kind of don't want to bring politics into it too much um, just because but there's one guy who I agree with on a lot of things so L- LP has similar politics Killer Mike really is the especially outspoken one part of the reason I like them so much is because of their politics but I, I think I would like them anyways but yeah but that's part of the lyrics are about that kind of stuff so yeah. if they had different politics they wouldn't they would have different yeah. lyrics right you'd imagine yeah 
It's true. Um, but the music, the, the production of their music is... I think it's interesting how they had an album out last year or earlier this year and they just, they just yeah. gave it away. Because it was like they couldn't tour for it. They were planning on having this tour so that they, yeah. could, they could do it. And they're like, we just can't do it. It's impossible, you know? So we'll just give the record away. Maybe that'll redound to our benefit somehow. They're not the first band ever to do that. I guess it makes sense um, because if people are going to stream it anyway, and so it's they're going to be on Spotify, but it gets it into the hands of a lot of people who are going to be talking about it. Exactly. I mean, bands don't make a whole lot of money on music sales anyways, so they might as well you put it out, You ever watch Killer Mike's TV um, show? He has a TV show. It's on Netflix. I watched show. the first episode of it, and I thought it was okay. I like the idea. That in the first episode, the premise of it is he's going to spend a, a whole day, or maybe more than a day, um, only buying black like only buying from black owned stuff or only buying products that were yeah and it's real difficult for him it's difficult for him and um the show uh, is worth watching at least the first episode but i wasn't so excited about it that i went and watched uh, more right. episodes of it but uh you and know so I like how the many idea. albums does run um, jewels have i think they have maybe four or five albums they started in 2013 uh, and I think this most recent album maybe is number four. Yeah, that makes sense. They first really popped up on my radar um, with a song from their second album called uh, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck. I, I remember watching the video when it came out, and the video is really good. It's got this dude being chased by a cop. Uh, I recommend that to go watch it to the listener. And the dude is played by Lakeith Stanfield, who's he's from a lot of things. He's from Get Out, uh, Sorry to Bother You. That guy should play Columbo in the Columbo reboot, man. I kind of thought he was gonna be a Columbo type when he showed up in that uh, in that movie with the um, what's this? Yeah, what's you this know, uh, Knives um, Out. I thought, oh, the Key Stanfield is a yeah. cop. Maybe he's gonna be like the Columbo character because I, you know, I knew it was a whodunit, yeah. but then he basically just kind of like uh, says hello, what's up, and you know. Oh, it's 2014. That's from yeah. So this is all the way back in 2014. The song and the video. You, uh, watch it. It's good. Uh, close your eyes and count to fuck. The more recent one just came out this year. Yeah. A lot of good stuff on it. Uh, I just watched a video called Ooh La La today, which is yeah, that's really the one good. They're where it's like a great. party like, celebrating the end of capitalism, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like everybody's free and um, there's no debt and they're burning money and stuff. I thought, oh, this is great. More or less. Yeah. Uh, it involves a lot of burning money. So Killer Mike, one thing I like about him, he like name checks Bukowski, Charles Bukowski, and also Spice One, I think in the same song. Uh, Spice One's a rapper that I love that I don't think gets a enough praise at least for one or two of his albums in the early 90s and again that's evidence like if a rapper's talking about Bukowski and Spice One he's probably rapping like straight to me he's like who's somebody who wants to hear about Bukowski and Spice One in like the the crossover is not that big the intersection of those two Venn diagram circles I don't know to yeah. me like hearing things name checked it's like somebody could just tell me a list of all the things I like and that doesn't mean I'm going to like it, right? Like, I could go on Wikipedia oh, and see, read a list of the things I like. So if it's a well-made song with good production. And yeah, but if it's a good song, they could be talking about anything. Like, just, I feel like it's cheating just to say the yeah, names Yeah, but if it's a good song and they're also saying words that you like, then it's Man. a double good song. I guess, sure. My ranking is double good. Uh, All right. So, I, I'm into his social activism. Um he supported Bernie in 2016 and 2020. He was like a surrogate for Bernie, essentially. Which, yeah, but I mean, are, uh, to are, me is real we cool. can't judge these people by their politics, right? Because yeah, we can. it's not fair not? to do. Of course it's fair. All right, if you say so. I mean, why is Hank Williams Jr. at the bottom of the list, if not for his politics? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Or towards the bottom of the list. Or QAnon. Well, QAnon, uh, uh, <laughs> like, they, don't, they don't do anything yeah, else. True. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's not like, yeah. Okay, I, I, I see where you're headed. One thing about Killer Mike that would surprise some people is that he is super into um, gun ownership. And also strip clubs. I don't want to upset you here, but I'm not uh, against the gun ownership or strip clubs, really. 
Yeah, I'm not either. Um, my stance on gun ownership is is pretty nuanced, but it's not a top issue of mine. But anyways, yeah. that's the rundown of uh, Killer Mike and, uh, strip and his clubs, politics. Well, I don't really and, like going to strip clubs. I'll be I'll be honest. Like it's not where I'm ever trying to be. But I like I respect them as you know. What, I, what are they like inside? Uh, the lights are low. That's probably good. I see. They're kind of awful places, but like they're kind of great too. Okay. In their own way. They are what they are, you know. Well, thanks for describing yeah, it to I me. Yeah, I know. Um, you'll, you'll go to one one day. If I lived in Atlanta, I'd probably like th- these guys do. I probably would want to go to strip clubs. They're barely better there. I heard that there's a strip club in Atlanta called the Claremont that's at the bottom of an old uh, hotel uh, where the women, the dancers there, are notorious for being unattractive and or not young. Uh, and or not thin. And that's the Claremont? But speaking of Atlanta, I, uh, that's what right. I've heard. Um, I would just think of like uh, Magic City or someplace, the ones you hear about in the videos, you know? I see, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about it. Let's. Where should we rank them? Oh, well, we got Ice Cube in here. So Ice Cube is a, a, a And good, we have uh, uh, Hank Williams, uh, too. Starting and we point. have Dolly Parton. Ice Cube is the closest uh, musically to them, uh, I would say. Uh, where is Ice Cube? He's uh, at number 37. See. He's at number 37. So kind of a, in the last half of the list. But So Ice Cube is somebody whose music... I have um, enjoyed uh, more, but I think it's because I I just got the exposure to, to his music at the right time. I, I would say that Ice Cube isn't a better... If they both um, had a record coming out right now, which they did, right? And you heard one yeah. record. When's the last time you heard a new Ice Cube song that you, like, you, you deliberately listened to? Yeah, that's it's really probably good Weeby point. Clevin, um, and that was 15 years ago. I think or that 20 at, years ago, I don't know. In terms of rap and rap songs, I think that at best, they're equal. But I feel like... Yeah, you Even saw Killer Mike giving that speech at the yeah. Sanders campaign about the time is now, and it got you pumped up, right? As much as anything with some with a beat under it might have done. I, I want to put them above Ice Cube, even though again, like I've I've listened to Ice Cube way more. Yeah, than but I, in the future, in the next them. twelve months, you're gonna listen to the other more, you know. I yeah, imagine. that's that's true. So he's at number thirty-seven. And he's not gonna Ice Cube's um, probably not see. gonna listen to this. I don't I don't think he's gonna get his feelings hurt. You know what I mean? He's making uh, he's gonna make well, another movie. He's got to like. Yeah, he's got too much yeah. stuff to do to, to listen to us. Um, you know, it'll probably get around to him eventually, but um, by that time, I imagine it'll be the front page of the paper, and he's gonna he's gonna open it, and he'll just be like shaking his head sadly. Yeah. Um. So other things that we have in here that are musical performers. So if Ice Cube is the ceiling... If Ice Cube um, is the floor, I don't know the difference between floor and ceiling. Okay, so the floor um, and the ceiling, well, there's a, a song, Tulsa Time, but that's not a, a, an, uh, an artist, right? Yeah, I, I think I like these guys better than Tulsa Time. All right, and then um, so then you have Cheech and Chong. Tulsa Time is which, at number 28. Uh, Cheech and Chong is kind of interesting because they're an act, a duo act of, of people who like drugs, right, yeah. which also run the jewels are, but... Yeah, I feel like these guys are they're better storytellers in a lot of ways. It, it's like kind of more interesting, and they're doing more. I think than for me than Cheech and Chong. So um, Cheech and Chong are great. They're really funny, but uh, I think these guys got an edge on them. Why don't, so why don't we put him up with Anthony Gowdy? Maybe they. So put... Anthony Gowdy, uh, he's at number twenty. Yeah, he's a Catalan um, yeah. architect. Yeah, he's from Barcelona, the Sagrada Familia. Yeah. Um, I could see putting them by him, maybe below him. He's at number twenty. Yeah, because they're still alive. They're still like it could. It's possible that you know their masterpiece is something that they're going to make in a year or two from now. Although they've already made hella records. Yeah, exactly. But, but you know, you don't know. But we can be pretty safe in saying that Anthony Gowdy's like greatest work has already happened. So I think we should put him below them. You know what? Maybe if we were to make the list five years from now, it would be a different story. But since this is permanent, we got to be careful what we do. But we should let's put him after Anthony Gowdy at the new number twenty-one. That sounds great. Yeah. All right. So um, we've done it. We've ranked all three. I didn't think we were yeah. going to be able to. Uh, we triumphed over adversity once again. 
we came from behind. We gave it a hundred percent effort. So I'm really proud of you. Yeah, we so we got run the jewels at number twenty one. Uh-huh. We added a couple of other things. Uh, we now have sixty one. Yeah. Items. On Did the you list ever think we'd get everything? here? Did you ever think we'd be in this spot? We'd we'd have this many done. No, uh, no, actually, I did. But you uh, had some idea. We've got lots more to go. It's an infinite list, so <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so it's like we haven't really made much progress in the grand scheme of things. No, we're uh, ch- chipping away, but yeah. we'll get to infinite I know, eventually. I can't wait. Um, I got a big thing planned for when we finish. <laughs> um, so thank you for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope that you enjoyed it. Go to uh, our website, which is everydamnthing.net, for uh, the updated list and show notes. Uh, in the show notes, uh, we fact check ourselves, give further info on the subjects we talk about, and we put in relevant links. And uh, if you have something you'd like to um, add to the list of everything, you can email it to list at everydamthing.net. Yeah, and also if you want to uh, and have any suggestions or uh, anything to say or comments, anything like that, also email it to list at everydamthing.net. We just started uh, being on Twitter and Instagram. You can tweet us at everydamtweets. Uh, that's with an S at the end because every damn tweet was already taken. So at every damn tweets on Instagram, we're every damn thing pod. Um, and if you want to submit suggestions for things to rank via Twitter or uh, Instagram, go ahead. Although you probably prefer an email. Um, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get the episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. If you enjoyed this show, then please rate and review it anywhere you see it. It really helps us a lot and we don't really understand how, but we know it does. If you didn't enjoy it, then keep it to yourself and don't rank it, of course. And tell your best friend the news. Say good news. Uh, Jake and Phil made a podcast. It's finally here. It's going to be the best thing, and you got to listen to it. And that's it. And goodbye. Goodbye.